Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. It's the 15th of September, and my title today is Living Behind Enemy Lines. For the past two days, my emails and podcasts have been looking at why is recovery from our sexual brokenness so stinking difficult. We know that inside every believer is something the Bible calls our flesh or our sinful nature. And I'm sorry to inform you of this, but we're going to have it with us until we die. It is by receiving the power of the Spirit that we can overcome our flesh, but that's a lesson for another day. Yesterday, we looked at the reality that not only do we have an internal enemy, our flesh, but we also are doing battle with an external enemy, which are demonic forces of this present world. We do not battle, Paul writes, against flesh and blood, in Ephesians 6, but against the principalities and powers of darkness. These are demonic forces. And like it or not, this is true for every one of us. But God has given us the full armor of God, which we need to put on every day. And just quickly, here's a summary of those six pieces and what they mean. The belt of truth, that's knowing and telling the truth. The breastplate of righteousness is doing the next right thing when you're being tempted. Putting on the shoes of the gospel, that's being an ambassador for Christ to the lost. Using our shield of faith, is knowing and using the truths about God and ourselves to defeat the lies of the evil one. Putting on the helmet of our salvation, that's understanding our eternal and unconditional salvation. And using the sword of the Spirit, that's learning the Word of God and using it when we're being tempted. So, here's the third reason our recovery is such a strong challenge for us to face. Not only do we have an internal enemy, our flesh, and an external enemy, demonic forces, but the bad news is we are living behind enemy lines. When a nation has been defeated while in a war, like when Germany invaded France in World War II, those who were still living in that country found themselves behind enemy lines. Their laws had changed, their government dismantled, and there was a new sheriff in town, and those left behind were in very dangerous situations, especially if they wanted nothing to do with the conquering army and were trying to cause trouble for their new rulers. As much as you might have enjoyed, like I did, Hogan's Heroes, it did not portray factually what being in a German stalag was really like. If one was not killed in the gas chamber or by firing squad, you were worked to death until you starved to death. And those who were not captured were forced to live underground hiding from their enemy. Well, we, my friends, we're behind enemy lines. This world is right now in darkness, and the prince of the power of the air is in charge. 
evil is allowed to exist, especially when it comes to sex, sex slavery, and the sexually abused. Modern-day slavery, now this is true, you can look it up for yourself, modern-day slavery in our world is estimated to be anywhere between 21 to 45 million people. And the vast majority of those people are women and children who are not free and are being trafficked, human trafficked, around the world. And oh, by the way, there are also about 130 wars and conflicts going on right now in the world, and there's a link to that statistic in the email. Because the devil is the ruler over the world for this period, evil goes on despite the influence Christianity has had over the past 2,000 years. And the greatest hook, the most effective tool that our enemy uses to keep us feeling defeated and unloved by God is, guess what? Pornography. Over 50% of the world's population has access to the Internet and therefore access to porn. And when it comes to developed nations, well, that number is almost 90%. And whether you want to realize it or not, addiction to porn is far more addictive than alcohol and other drugs. In fact, I have a friend of mine who's a leader at 180 here at Vineyard Columbus. He used to be a heroin addict, and he tells me getting off porn was more difficult for him than getting off heroin. Thanks to the World Wide Web, we now have almost instant access to almost any kind of porn we might want to see and to which we will masturbate. Plus, we have an almost unlimited amounts of porn we can see in an instant with Wi-Fi and a smartphone. We do not have to purchase uh, like alcohol or drugs or find a secret place to get drunk or stoned. There's no alcohol on our breath or in our blood to be detected and no drug-induced stupor we might need to sleep off. Just five minutes in the bathroom with our smartphone, we get our fix and we feel great for a while. And because it is so easy, we can do it again and again and again, each time creating in our brain a more solid network wanting more sexual sin. Eventually, we reach a place where if we cannot use porn and masturbate, we don't feel normal, but stressed and craving another sexual fix. We all know what that's like. So we become addicted to porn and sex. And when we try to stop using porn and stop masturbating, we discover that our cravings for those behaviors is monstrous. And it seems like nothing we do can give us freedom from what we used to love but now hate because it is ruining our lives. The wages of sin is death. Statistics say that 60% of all Christian men in the United States are addicted to porn, and Christians attending church 
has dropped from 70% in 1999 to 47% in 2020. I am certain that some of that decline is because men and women addicted to porn feel ashamed and abandoned by God or may now believe that they're no longer saved, which is a lie. I started to send out emails and podcasts of encouragement back in 2012. The list of my subscribers has grown significantly since then, and this podcast and email will go out to over 3,000 men and women in 72 different nations, and obviously you're one of them, and I'm thankful for that and the opportunity to encourage and help you in your recovery. But listen, my friends, we need to bond together with one another and form a solid community of believers, helping other believers, using the same tool that has fed our addiction, the Internet. Currently, there are 200, about 200 men from 14 different nations using our online support teams. And you know what? We want more. So if you want the strong help you need, having proven to yourself that you just cannot stop this on your own, why not give being on a team of others where there is no condemnation and we are all helping one another walk out our recoveries? Listen, we have room for you. And if not, I'll start a new online support team with just you. I invite you to email me, doyle at me.com, and I will send you the list of the 14 online support teams that we have going. You can sit in as my guest and observe and see for yourself how this may be the answer for which you have been searching, and you can begin to experience more freedom from this sin that so easily entangles. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I really hope you email me and sit in to see what our online support teams are like. They are really amazing. God bless you. Take care. And goodbye.